Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. Good job, Peyton. High five. Okay, we have a shout out for Miss Victoria. Victoria. Hi, Victoria. Okay, you want some older kid books. What books do you want? Like, I kind of want to do... Actually, we have some other... We're going to continue to do spooky season because I like spooky books and Peyton likes spooky books. But, like, what grade? Do you want, like, fourth grade, fifth grade? Um, Sixth grade. Because I think we won't go too much further than, like, sixth grade. Like, I was thinking... I want to do Harry Potter, but Peyton's not into it. Ugh. That's okay. Boo. Honestly, I don't want to do Harry Potter until you are into it because it's like a big commitment. It's like, it's going to be like reading Lemony Snicket and that book has so many words that are hard and I'm going to feel like a um, degenerate who needs to go back to school. <laughs> yeah. So let us know what kind of books you want, like what grade, because we do have a few. I think we have like fifth grade books, like some spooky ones. But... Yes, I think we're phasing out of the little kid books, huh? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Roald Dahl. I mean, <laughs> The Witches by Roald Dahl. Why do they have, what does he have his name first? I don't know. Very strange. Like, we get it. We did, we did get it. Yeah. I don't know how many chapters do we have left. Okay, we have one, two. Oh, oh, one, two, one, two, three. Okay, no way. That's got to be two. Four, five, six, seven. Okay, we have a while. Okay. All right, the mouse burglar. My grandmother hustled me back into the bedroom and out onto the balcony. Are you ready, she asked. I'm going to put you in the sock now. I I hope I can manage this, I said. I'm only a little mouse. You'll manage, she said. Good luck, my darling. She popped popped me into the sock and started lowering me onto the balcony and I crouched inside the sock and held my breath through the stitches I could see quite clearly miles below the children played on the on the bench playing on the bench were the size of beetles the sock started swinging in the breeze I looked up and saw my grandmother's head sticking out of the railings over the balcony above you're nearly there she called out here we go gently gently does it you're down. I felt a slight bump. In you go, my grandmother shouted. Hurry, hurry, hurry. Search the room. I jumped out of the sock and ran to the Grand High Witch's bedroom. There was the same musty smell about that place when I noticed in the ballroom that I noticed in the ballroom. It was a stench of witches. It reminded me of the smell inside the ew, of a men's public lavatory. That means bathroom at our local railway center. Ew, witches smell bad. Oh, look how cute the balconies are. They're like fancy. They look like fancy, pantsy, like European ones that are like metal and like swervy and curvy. Cute. As far as I could see, the room was tidy enough. There was no sign anywhere that it was inhabited by anyone but an ordinary person. But then it wouldn't, there wouldn't be, would there? No witch would be stupid enough to leave anything suspicious lying around for the hotel maid to see. Suddenly, I saw a frog jump across the carpet and disappear under the bed. 
I jumped myself. Hurry up, my grandmother's voice came from somewhere outside. Grab the stuff and get out. I started skittering around and tried to search the room. This wasn't so easy. I couldn't, for an example, open open any of the drawers. I couldn't even open up the big wardrobe either. So I skittered about and sat in the middle of the floor and had to think. If the Grand High Witch wanted to hide something top secret, where would she put it? Certainly not in an ordinary drawer. Not on top of the wardrobe either. It was too obvious. I jumped up on her bed to get a view of the room. Hey, I thought, what about the mattress? Very carefully, I lowered myself over the edge of the mattress and of the bed and wormed my way underneath the mattress. I had to push forward to make to make headway, but I kept at it. I couldn't see a thing. I was scrabbling about under the mattress when I suddenly bumped my head against something inside the mattress above me. I reached and felt with my paw. Could it be a little bottle? It was the little bottle. I could trace the shape of it through the cloth of the mattress, and right alongside it, I felt another hard lump, and another, and another. The Grand High Witch must have slipped the mattress open and put these bottles inside, inside, and then sewed up again. I began tearing away frantically at the mattress above my, the cloth above my head, with my teeth. My front teeth were extremely sharp, and it didn't take me long to make a small hole. I bumped into the hole and grabbed the bottle by the neck. I pushed it through, down through the hole of the mattress and climbed out after it. Walking backwards and dragging the bottle from behind me, I managed to reach the other edge of the mattress and roll it to the carpet. I bounced, It bounced, but it didn't break. I jumped down off the bed, examining the little bottle. It was identical to the one the Grand High Witch had in the ballroom. There was a label on it. On this one, Formula 86, it said delayed action mouse maker. Then it said this bottle contains 500 doses. Eureka! I felt tremendously pleased with myself. Three frogs came hopping out from under the bed. They were crouched on the carpet staring at me with large black eyes. I stared back at them. Frogs? Yep. Maybe they turned people into frogs. I stared back at them. Those huge eyes were the saddest things I have ever seen. It suddenly occurred to me that most certainly, once upon a time, those had been children. Those frogs, before the Grand High Witch had got them, stood there clutching the little bottle, staring at the frogs. Who are you? I asked them. At that exact moment, I heard the key turning and the lock of the door burst open, and the Grand High Witch swept into the room. The frogs jumped underneath the bed, and again, one quick hop, I darted after them. Still clutching the bottle, I ran back against the wall and I squeezed in behind one of the bedposts. I heard my I heard my feet walking on the carpet. I peeped around the post and the free frogs the three frogs were clustered together in the middle of the bed. Frogs can't hide like mice. Frogs can't run like mice either. All they want to do, those poor things, is hop rather clumsily. Suddenly the grand high witch's face came into view, peering under the bed. I popped my head back from behind the pus the bedpost. So there you are, my little froggies, I heard her say. You can you can stay where you are until I go to bed. Then I shall throw you out the window and the seagulls can have you for supper. Very suddenly and very loud and clear came through the, came the sound of my grandmother's voice through the balcony. Hurry up, my darling, it shouted. Do hurry up, you better come quickly. Who's calling, snapped the grand high witch. I peeped around the bedpost again and saw her walking across the carpet to the balcony. Who is this on my balcony, she muttered. Who is it? Who dares trespass on my balcony? She went through the door of the balcony herself. What is this knitting wool hanging down here, I said. Oh, hello, my grandmother said. I dropped my knitting over the balcony by mistake, but it's all right. I've got the hold of one end. 
I can pull it up myself. Thank you all the same. I marveled at the coolness of her voice. Who were you talking to just now? Snapped the Grand High Witch. Who were you telling to hurry up and come quickly? I was talking to my little grandson. I heard him saying, my grandmother saying, he's been in the bathroom for hours and it's time he came out. He sits in there reading books and he forgets completely where he is. Do you have any children, my dear? I do not, shouted the Grand High Witch, and she came quickly back into the room, slamming the balcony door behind her. I was cooked. My escape route was closed. I shut. I, I was shut in the room with the Grand High Witch and the three terrified frogs. I was just as terrified as the frogs. I was quite sure that if I, if I was spotted, I would be caught and thrown out the balcony for the seagulls. There came a knock on the door. What is it this time? The Grand High Witch shouted. "'It is we, ancient ones,' said a meek voice from behind the door. "'It is six o'clock, and we have come to collect the bottles that you promised us. "'Oh, Grandis!' "'I saw her crossing the carpet towards the door. "'The the door was open, and then I saw the whole lot of them, "'and shoes were beginning to enter the room. "'They were coming in slowly and hesitantly, "'as though the owner of those shoes were frightened to enter. "'Come in, come in,' snapped the Grand High Witch.' Do not stand there and dithering in the corridor. We don't have all night. I saw my chance and jumped out from behind the bedpost and ran like night lightning towards the door. I jumped over several pairs of shoes on the inn. In three seconds, I was out the corridor, still cl- clutching the precious bottle to my chest. No one had seen me. There were no shouts of mouse. Mouth. There were no shouts of mouse, mouse. All I could hear were their voices inside the ancient witches, burbling their silly sentences about how kind your grandness is and all the rest of it i went scampering down the corridor of the stairs up one flight and went to the fifth floor along the corridor and until again i came to the door of my own bedroom thank goodness there was no one in sight using the bottom of the bottle i began to tap on the door tap 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 i went tap 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 would my grandmother hear me i thought she must the bottle made quite a loud tap each time tap 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 just as long as somebody came to the door just so long as nobody came into the corridor. But my grandmother didn't open. I decided to take a risk. Grandmama, I shouted as loudly as I could. Grandmama, it's me. Let me in. I heard feet coming across the carpet and the door opened. I went in like an arrow. I've done it, I cried, jumping up and down. I've got it, Grandmama. Look, here it is. I got the whole bottle of it. She closed the door and bent down and picked up me up and hugged me. Oh, my darling, she cried. Thank heavens you're safe. She took the little bottle from me and read the label. Formula 86 Delayed Action Mouse Maker, she read. This bottle contains 500 doses. You brilliant darling boy, you're a wonder, you're a marvel. How on earth did you get out of the room? I nipped out when the ancient witches were coming in, I told her. It was all a bit hairy, Grandmama. I don't want to do it again. I saw her too. My grandmother said, I know you did, Grandmama. I heard you talking to each other. Didn't you think she was absolutely foul? She's a murderer, my grandmother grandmother said. She's the most evil woman in the entire world. Did you see her mask, I asked. It's amazing, my grandmother said. It looks like a real face. Even though I knew it was a mask, I still couldn't tell. Oh, my darling, she cried, giving me a hug. I thought I'd never see you again. I'm so happy you got away. Aw, that's lovely. Peyton, you falling asleep, girl? Yep, she's falling asleep.